Yo, yo, welcome to another edition of the Geeky Bros Podcast. I'm your boy, Tactics. It's your boy, Darcy, your friendly neighborhood black man. <laughs> and this is Big Kikuma. How y'all doing? <laughs> I'm going to make it up every time, man. I'm not, like, every time I'm going to have something different. <laughs> Amazing. All right, so let's kick things off. Umar, what's on the agenda for today? We are going to be going in strong on the current rumors that Michael Keaton might actually return as Batman for upcoming films, potentially the the uh, Flash movie coming up. We'll also be talking about Joel Schumacher. He recently passed away at, at age 80, but mostly we'll be talking about his le- Batman legacy. And finally, it'll just nicely lead into our discussion about the first Batman franchise with uh, Batman, Batman Returns, Batman Forever, and Batman and Robin. What we thought about it as kids, what we thought about it as adults, So yeah, how about we kick things off with the rumors of Michael Keaton. I found out this week that he's been, he's currently in talks. I haven't heard any like, you know, specific rumor, uh, specific like uh, deals or anything being set, but he's in uh, talks to be in the Ezra Miller Flash movie, uh, which will probably be it's like the DC movie franchise version of Flashpoint, mm-hmm. uh, and the mild talk is that he would be the adult version of who he was. Like a bit, no, sorry, not the adult version. Sorry, the old man version of the Bruce Wayne from the first two uh, Burton films. Uh, Sweet, and potentially might be a mentor for Batgirl. Not sweet. What? Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I've heard like not rumors. Um, I don't want to say speculation. It's just like um, what people would want the story to be, right? Like if they could write it their own way. Mm-hmm. And Who one of them. <laughs> Everybody wants their own fucking way, man. No, 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 no. no. I, think, I, think, I think tactics is responding to the oh, back of last oh, I was like, I'm like, man, it's like Burger King. Have it your own way. <laughs> um, no, no, no. I, like one of them was uh, hoping that it would be he be the older version to Terry McGinnis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's what we all want to see. That's what that's what we've been campaigning for for years. See, yeah. honestly, I'm, okay, I'm 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 going to say this, and it might be unpopular opinion, but I actually don't want Michael Keaton to come back for this movie because I want him to only come back for Batman Beyond and have it a Batman Beyond film where he's old man. Okay, okay, okay. I thought I, I thought it was just going to end it like I don't want him to come back and I'd be like blasphemous. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't want him to come back for Flash. I don't want him as a cameo. I don't want him to like just come up with like, hey, this is my girl back. Girl, that uh, girl beyond or whatever shit like that. If they're going to turn Terry into a female and like do Batman, Batgirl Beyond, I'll be okay with that. Mm-hmm. But as long as it's its own film, I want an entire film of Michael Keaton being like the proper Bruce Wayne, old man Bruce Wayne with the old look like, with the proper uh, origin story of uh, of Batman or Batgirl Beyond. That's what I want. Do not well, waste my time with a cameo that will just like be for a flash movie i get you on the cameo i'm with you on that because i I, you know like it's like seeing him again i want i want more of it but what if it's what if what happens in flash sets up that whole film that we get later it's fine i I think it's fine if they set if they're setting it up for terry mcginnis or for a female batman beyond character i'm totally okay with that i don't like that they're taking such or that they potentially will be taking liberties and making that into like a batgirl storyline that completely goes against what it is in the comics it just doesn't make sense and i don't want to see that yeah like if we're going to do a batgirl that isn't like uh, like a future like the batgirl beyond sort of situation Mm -hmm. Let her do her own movies. Let her have her own like time. Let her be at the proper age with the proper age Bruce Wayne. Like, let's not sugarcoat this. Look, for crying out loud, let Ben Affleck be Batman again for like for an opening sequence, training Batgirl, and let the rest of the movie be her doing her own thing. Like, I'm I'm all good with that. Okay, your point about uh, Michael Keaton uh, being in the Flash movie to kind of set up his. <laughs> Okay, fine. I would I would much prefer an like an insulated thing, but if they'd have like Flash like going through multiple universes, one where he sees Michael Keaton and Michael Keaton just looks back at him and then like Batgirl shows up be like what was that? He's like I don't know. 
I'm okay with that. But as long as we get a Michael Keaton feature film of him being old man. But- yeah. Mm-hmm. I heard some rumors. I mean, but you know, like this is it's, the rumors like went like 80,000 different ways, like in the first minute. Right. You know, like some people are like, oh, he's signing some multi-film deal. I'm like, what? That seems, that seems premature. <laughs> I mean, I just mean not that he would sign it, that like that we would get that rumor that fast. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we just heard about it. Multi, multi-film deal. Mm. Be nice. <laughs> like honestly, based on what happened with uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming and how well received that was, and everyone basically like yelling for him to come back for as Batman. Yeah, he's so good. To be honest, I just want them to, like just hire the freaking Russo brothers or like I don't know, top tier writer director combination people and get this right. True. If True. they Justice League or like BVS. My future, like Batman Beyond or Batgirl Beyond, with Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne, I will mm. never forgive Warner Brothers. So I heard one thing that's not a Batman-ish rumor, okay. um, and what I want to see what you guys think of this one. Um, so you know how the whole talk of um, I forget his name right now, but the guy who who plays uh, Negan. In the uh, the Walking Dead. Oh yeah, um, who, who's also Thomas, Morgan? Yeah. yeah, who plays Thomas Wayne? I just he's he, he's Negan for me, so I got I, he's Negan before he's Thomas Wayne for me. Mm-hmm. But um, so um, he's you know you know if the Flashpoint were to create the scenario where you know he gets to play Batman, and then somebody was oh, like from oh, uh, from from right, okay, yeah, and then someone came up with this like obviously i'm hoping a rumor for me that like well what if michael keaton were to replace him and play um or, or play thomas wayne and i was like but how can you unsee bruce wayne no so 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 one of the rumors that i heard was actually that if michael keaton doesn't end up taking the deal then they're going to scrap that idea altogether and then jeffrey dean morgan is going to be they're going to go with the thomas wayne character it's going to be one or the other is what i heard i like that better <laughs> i would prefer that actually yeah mm, yeah and to I'm, be honest i like going back to my my original point i would prefer jeffrey dean morgan jeffrey dean morgan doing his thomas wayne batman and having that in like the flash movie than like like a, a like a, a few seconds of my yo but i, I kind of want to see it though yo like i kind of just even if it's bad i'm like yo just to see him like be batman one more time like even just him in the suit. Like but you, you want to see him as Thomas Wayne's? No, 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 not not that. I like. I want to see him as Bruce Wayne. Like, oh, I, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know, man. I've been but waiting, not, but not if it's not if it's gonna be like the Batgirl bullshit that they're planning on doing. Like, I don't want to see that. Um, I like your idea of a Batgirl Beyond in a place in. I mean, as much as I want to see Terry McGinnis, if that's the alternative that we're gonna get, other than doing the Batgirl thing, I'd much rather a Batgirl Beyond than... Frankly, Terry is a... Uh, you, like, a woman can be named Terry. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally right. Here, here's here's kind of what I want, because um, I feel like DC hasn't got its legs there yet to want to throw Keaton in, because I don't want the first film come in and we get Keaton in, and it's like, mm, that movie sucked. Um, so, exactly. <laughs> Here's here's kind of what I kind of want to ha- have happen. Okay, I want to see. I want both. Okay, I'm not. I'm not going to ha- lie about that. But here's how I how I kind of want it to happen. Right. I want Flashpoint to happen, and I want maybe some visual like Umar was saying earlier, where you just kind of see Keaton, you kind of see something to hint at that there is that universe and that things can 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 go there. Um, and are you guys still there? Sorry. Oh, it's just all choppy up for me for a second. So I want to make sure you you guys can still hear me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. You guys yeah, like broke up me so still? Umar is just like, I was like, oh, I, no. I was, I was absorbing, man. I was absorbing. <laughs> nah, that's just how I always am, bro. <laughs> no, the pandemic took out the internet. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, okay. Sorry, B- back up, back up, back up. Okay, so um, you get to see a, a hint at, at Keaton, but you don't really get Keaton yet. And then, but the movie does focus on the Thomas Wayne story. Right, so we get the whole story around Morgan because I really want to see him play. I re- I know he's passionate about it, and I really want to see him play it. Right, he would be and a then, good one. He'd be yeah. really good. And you you get that film, 
And what the Flashpoint allows DC to do is set up some kind of, for me, I kind of want multiverse concept so that we can see all of these different Batmans that are apparently being planned all at the same time to kind of exist. And somehow they magically make it work and we feel all right with the, the multi-universe concept, right? Like they don't totally screw it up. It's like enough of something, right? Um, they don't like go into depth where you are jumping back and forth. They just ex- enough to explain it to say, yeah, this movie exists over here and that, it's fine. Now we, ha- we, ha- we, we kind of connected them together. Um, but then, yeah, then it hints at the Keaton one so that we can set up for the Keaton movie later. And I really want it to be, I kind of would like to see it as an, um, an origin to Batman Beyond that we didn't get in the cartoon. So we start and we get a little bit of, of almost like um, the uh, Dark Knight Returns, the animated one. I always get the name wrong every time I think of it. Is it the Dark Knight, Dark Knight Returns? Uh, which one? Like, what are you, which yeah. storyline? The uh, animated one that we got a few years ago that that um, Bruce Wayne, or sorry, not Bruce Wayne, um, Ben oh, Affleck's character, Ben Affleck's character based on. Yeah, uh, yeah, like oh yeah, the, the Dark Knight Returns. Return. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so you know how like he's battered and beaten and, and brings in the Robin, kind of like just before um, we get Terry McGinnis. The reason we need Terry McGinnis, we get a little bit of Keaton and then the introduction of whoever Terry McGinnis ends up being. That's kind of how I want to see it. Umar's like, I hate you. Uh, I'm okay. T, what, how about yourself? What do you think? I mean, I'm kind of on board with that. I it would make sense for Jeffrey Dean Morgan to be like to be intro- well reintroduced because he's already been established in this universe already briefly. So it would make more sense for them to go this that route with him rather than bringing in Michael Keaton. Although that would be like amazing fan service. To have him back, but I think you're right, Umar, in the sense that, that like it, like if they're gonna bring back Keaton for like like a universe, it has to be its own separate thing that they build on and they they kind of like start to set up for a Batman Beyond movie because I think we mentioned this last week. Um, it like we're like there's no point in trying to catch up to the MCU anymore. Just take storylines and establish individual stories and then. You know, when you have like a good catalog, like a good catalog of different movies, then you can start to think about merging the two and seeing how they kind of connect, right? Like, I would love for them to build up to a Batman Beyond, um, like trilogy of some sort. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. See, for me, like, I, I would say, like, this all depends on the writers that they have. Uh, like, and also, uh, like, uh, we were talking about last week that, like, that Warner Brothers gets someone like, like a, like a Kevin Feige person who can kind of like orchestrate this if they create a, a relatively open universe with the, like that is tied to like hell let flash be the, the connection to all the different universes let them one day come together in an infinite crisis i don't care like if that's like the new event like avengers level or thanos level event that people are like that they're working towards I can get behind that. Let them have their own, each individual universes, and then all the multi multiverse come crashing down together, and that will be the new thing, like snapping the fingers or shit like that. Cool, but I need, at the very least, I need a Batman Beyond or Batgirl Beyond with freaking Michael Keaton mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as Old Man Bruce Wayne. And, uh, like, dude, just don't get carried away. Like, do what the MCU did in the sense of when you do origin films, do them to the source material. Like, I swear to God, if they mess up the Batman Beyond, like, history of Bruce Wayne, I will go insane. Like, you don't need to go much further outside the source material of the animated series first episode or first two episodes or whatever that that set up the character that set up uh, it also had a history like we the world has been saturated with batman on like we've got the tim burton joel schumacher christopher nolan and now also Zack snyder we got a whole and also we're about to get matt reeves mm-hmm. we all know batman but not batman beyond like i, I still don't think that's like very but the thing is like everyone knows bruce wayne yeah, absolutely. So therefore, when they do an old man Bruce Wayne, 
we don't need to have like a big origin story for him. Just mm-hmm. pop him up. Have Michael mm-hmm. Keaton do. Have him do his Batman and have it similar to what we got in the animated series because we can still get that. Mm-hmm. That's not too much. But when they start like messing with things that are already like good and legitimate, that's when I get pissed off. Mm-hmm. And when they mess it up, then I get even more pissed off. And if you got Michael Keaton and you mess it up, I'm going to go crazy shit angry like I did with Korra. Man, I just keep finding this man's trigger points, man. Like, <laughs> can, can we can we get like some? I don't know what we need for this guy over here. What, what's that thing? You poke put needles in the person to calm them down or whatever? Like oh, acupuncture? Acupuncture? <laughs> something? I don't know. This guy is like so. To to, to explain, no, I don't re- completely remember the first couple episodes of Batman Beyond. But all I'm basically saying with Keaton is, I would love to see just a little bit of him being Batman in the film for like a little bit so that it, it, it when it sets up the character and I feel like if I remember vaguely in the animated one we get to see him be Batman for like a second yeah and, and then it goes right into, into Terry and I don't want the whole movie to be this whole like I don't definitely don't need an origin for for that Batman character I, we already have the movies for that Batman character but exactly. I, but I want like just a little bit of seeing him do it like battle and and when I when I reference the the, the Dark Knight Returns was because it's the beaten and weathered version so i don't want the whole like long thing just showing him beaten and weathered and being like i need to pass the mantle and a little bit of that setting up of that character um uh just just something to like i could see a little bit of keaton and the introduction of that character but you always kind of feel like he can't really fight but if he has to we've seen a little bit of what he's still like at this point you know so just a reminder to you and also uh, to uh, the audience, uh, in the animated Batman Beyond like oh, like series premiere, it the first scene Batman is like middle aged, he's got his brand, he's got the Batman Beyond suit, and it doesn't go well so much so that he had to pick up a gun to defend himself because he he just was so like he has a heart condition and he just is not able to keep up anymore. The fact that he had to pick up a gun in actual desperation to say, like, to save his own life and to save the person he was trying to save, was too much for him. He's like, "I have become. I'm about to become what I've been fighting my whole life uh, against." So he's like, "That day, done. I'm no longer Batman. Never again." Yeah. And then twenty years later, some like uh, some kid uh, like uh, is running from a bunch of Joker gang members. Falls on his front lawn. He's just he's out walking his dog in a cane, and he's like, "Yo, get away from this kid!" And they're they're like, well, "Who are you, man? We the Joker's." And he just laughs them off. He's like, "Sure you are," and then he kicks their ass with a freaking cane. Man, still got it. That's what I'm saying. So like that satisfies what you're talking about, Darcy. And to be honest, don't mess with that. You give us that. You give us his beginning portion. Michael Keegan can do that because he did that movie recently with like Dylan O'Brien where he's an assassin teacher. Yeah. Have him do his like opening scene. He's like, okay, I'm too old for this shit. Do like five years later. And then like, you know, this new Batman uh, like kid, girl or whatever comes up and he has to defend defend him or her. And then like he, like he then afterwards he has like a mild heart attack and, he, and the kid has to take him back to his uh, house for pills. Don't mess with that story. Keep it as is. Like I do not want someone to be like, "Oh, I'm going to do my own spin on this." Fuck you. Well, I, hopefully they've learned their lesson and they don't take too many liberties with the storyline. I'm okay yeah. with like minor adjustments, but Agreed. when they change things completely, it just fucks the whole thing up. Agreed. Yeah, and I'm not saying like change that whole storyline. I just don't want it to be like five minutes. He's in the suit, and then that's all I get to see. And I'm like, <laughs> that's all I'm saying is like I just want it to be like. You know, you, you lead up to that exact point. Maybe you add like a little bit before it. Like you show him just like maybe like a couple. Of, I don't know. Just something. Just give me more than five minutes. I don't want five minutes of him being in the Batman suit. And then he's a guy with a cane. Right. And like, you know what I mean? Like, that's all I'm saying is I want a little bit more. <laughs> Honestly, if we get even just five minutes, I'm good with that. Like, if, if I see him, I just want I see him in the suit. Like, yeah. yo, I'm. I'm good, man. If it's five good minutes, like proper, yeah. like proper five minutes of Michael Keaton in a suit, <laughs> I would die. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yo, so um side side question. Uh is Ez- is Ezra Miller still attached to the Flash? At present, yes. 
Yo, okay, so I don't understand this. Didn't this motherfucker choke out a chick like months ago, and that, he's still I'm like so no confused. one's used. I'm so like, no one's brought that. Yeah, he, there was like a video circulating like online where he came up to a girl and just choked her out. Well, so the, I've watched the video multiple times, and this is not not a, not a defense for anything. It's just like trying to analyze it because like why isn't anything happened at this point, mm-hmm. and and based on the video. So the video kind of is, so she. A lot of people cut it a little bit shorter, but she mm-hmm. walks up and she says something boisterously and jokatively, I think. And she's like mm-hmm. smiling and you kind of see his eye profile, but you don't see his, well, you do see his face a bit. And his tone is kind of like, it sounds like he's joking. And then it sounds like his tone gets serious, but it's kind of on that edge of like serious and joking. Mm-hmm. And then she's kind of smiling at the beginning of it. And then obviously not by the end because she's on the ground. And then it cuts. Oh, God. And I'm like, the thing that, that, that boggles me about it is like, was it a sarcastic thing between friends? And they caught it and it made it look more. You got to explain that shit. Like, because that's like, it's, like it's, bad I don't not explain right it. The thing is, if it is, if it is 100% what it is, then yeah, why the fuck are we handling this? And if it, if it was a joke, then why aren't you explaining it? Yeah. Right? To be because, honest, like, I, the fact that I haven't heard about this also, is this well, when did this happen? Like at least it must have been like two or three months ago. Oh wow! So like it was yeah. like during pandemic times. Um, maybe a little, maybe a little before the pandemic, before the official lockdown. But I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like yeah. this is when people were were still allowed to kind of socialize and be in crowds and stuff. So yeah. Well. <clears throat> well, frankly, if Ezra Miller uh, has has gone down the road of like misogynistic psychopath um then yeah he should be fired if if it wasn't a joke and if he just went crazy and yeah. is like attacking women but also that's another uh that's another really bad mark for fantastic yeah. fantastic beasts because not only did jk rowling just come out as like a transgendered phobic uh feminist but now on top of it like one of the main cast members of her franchise of her new franchise attacks women too yeah damn yeah everyone just fucking up this year man holy yeah no it's it's crazy and the thing is like what that woman says in the video does not look like something that would provoke somebody this is that's the thing that that, that boggles me is like it doesn't look like unless she was barking at him off screen like 10 minutes before and and had and some other context this was like a normal street that he was on and she just it looked like it was backstage or something um to me it looked like it was backstage or something it wasn't like in public um, mm-hmm. It looked like it was at like a like a backstage of a comic con or something like that. Like it just like it looked like it was at some kind of thing. Like it looked like there's some structure around them that reminded me of like behind the scenes of a stage. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just it didn't look provoking, and so I was so confused by it. And it's cut so short. Like there's not enough pre and after context, especially at the point in which he takes her down. It cuts immediately, and so you don't get to see what the reaction is, right? Because if it, if if you see the person obviously like in distress then you immediately know that something is wrong but when you cut it so soon you can make something that was a joke between friends look bad too so i'm like so confused by it and i don't know how to think because it's like i just just not enough information it's so short it's like 35 seconds well i'm really hoping then there was no follow-up to it which doesn't make sense like it's like he looks really bad right now, and yet there has been no public statement to kind of address the situation and clear the clear the things up. Yeah, I'm that's the worst part. The movement hasn't said something louder that. Um, yeah. maybe, like to be fair, they they have a lot that they have to work on right now. So yeah, maybe, maybe this is just. Well, I ho- first of all, I hope that woman's okay. Yeah. Uh, and secondly, I hope it's a joke. Uh, but yeah. I, I didn't have any particular love for Ezra Miller, but like at the same time, like neither. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah. No, I mean like, I just, if, unless there's some stupid payout happening, which I hate when that shit happens, but yeah. um, I'm just surprised like she wouldn't have said something publicly. That's the thing that makes the, of all things that make me think like it could be mixed with her tone in the beginning. And the fact that she hasn't said anything publicly, like, isn't yeah. like, you know, like him not explaining it is one thing. Like if he's wrong he, and he doesn't explain it, it's not surprising. Right. But her not, you know, bringing this as a problem forward <clears throat> for her own. Um, I mean, I understand people don't might not want to come forward with stuff, but yeah. it's very public. So I'm surprised nothing would have been said. Well, I yeah. guess we'll uh, keep an eye on that. But 
Anyway, going back to our original topic, just to say to uh, the audience, what do you hope uh, out of these Michael Keaton rumors? Like, what would you guys want to see happen, either in The Flash or anything to do with Michael Keaton in the Bat and Bat franchise? Terry, uh, Terry, Terry. <laughs> uh, so, okay, let's, let's go on to our second topic. Uh, l- last week, uh, or was it the week before? I think it was last week. Um, Joel Schumacher uh, passed away. He was uh, infamous for the man who killed the Batman franchise uh, with his uh, two Bat films. nipples. Bat nipples was one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so Batman Forever with uh, Val Kilmer, Chris O'Donnell as Robin, and uh, my, Tommy Lee Jones and Jim Carrey. Uh, and then uh, we had Batman and Robin, which was the well, I can't say it's the final nail of the, uh, because there were a lot of nails in, in that film. So, like, multiple nails on that coffin. Uh, that the Batman just... Visa card. Oh. Oh, yeah. I can't, I can't stand that. So, you can't unsee that shit. So, so Umar, before, before, oh, I just got to tell you, put your hands to your ears for a second. You, you, you're not ready to hear this. I actually... This made it worse, actually. I, <laughs> I actually kind of like parts of batman forever i will agree with that okay okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay okay yeah, he thought i was gonna say batman and robin no i hated yeah, that he was gonna read it i was like yo <laughs> even as a child delete this guy's video right now <laughs> even as a child when let me put this perspective for you when i was a kid and i watched movies one i never fully comprehended everything coming my way and like to the point that like i almost feel like i was falling asleep in almost all movies like my brain was like shutting off and i would would only see movies in short spurts Mm -hmm. and so even as a kid like i would watch a movie and i'd be like oh my god things are cool things are cool i love this movie that movie came in i was like what is going on <laughs> like as a child like this makes no sense whereas batman forever a kiss from a rose is like one of my favorite songs of all time that came out of that i love jim carrey in that i just like everything is so wild about that character and it's so believable because he can take it there um I think I liked some parts of Al Kimmer at the time. I don't think I like him as much now, but I think at the time I liked the parts He's of Al Kimmer. Changed. Yeah, oh, no, I don't mean him. I meant like the if I rewatch the the movie, gotcha. I don't know if I will like his character as much anymore. I think at the time I did, but yeah. at the time I feel like I was a kid, so you know. But for, for me, it was mostly Jim Carrey and and that song and a, and the, and the whole final scene thing. I kind of liked it a little bit. All right, bro, I'm, I'm just going to level with you. When I was a kid, I probably watched that movie like 20 to 30 times. Like, mm-hmm. no, like it came out in 95. I was like 11. Like, th- that was my shit. Uh, and I, I think Honest Trailers probably said it best. It's like, it's the worst movie that you saw like 100 times. Because mm-hmm. as an adult, as it got older, I was like, whoa. But at the time, I was like, yo, shit, that's awesome. Like, l- the things that I liked, <laughs> Nicole Kidman had my attention. <laughs> yeah, <man>. Nice. <laughs> I see that smile tactics. I see that smile. <laughs> I'm not even gonna hide it, bro. I'm right there with you. <laughs> she had me like, I, like, technically speaking, if I remember correctly, she was borderline sexually har- harassing him. But like, I don't like. For me, I was just like, yo, it's a push up bra. It's her hair. I'm good. Uh, but uh, kiss from a rose, and also you two's. Uh, Thrill Kiss me, me, kill me, thrill me. Something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then on top of which, I was, I was a big mask liar liar fan. So like like Ace Ventura, like Jim Carrey was my boy. After like, I, I just really enjoyed it. I also, I really enjoyed him. I will admit when I found out that Tommy Lee Jones actually despised him on set, kind of mm-hmm. tore a bit of the magic. Did you hear about this? Yeah. Oh. No, but I'm not surprised. So basically, <laughs> Jim Carrey goes up like he didn't know this. He just was like, "Hey, I'm doing my thing." He sees Tommy Lee Jones in, a, in like a restaurant while they're still filming. He goes over. He's like, "Yo, man, how you doing?" And Tommy Lee Jones like comes in for a hug and whispers in his ear, "I hate everything you represent." And then just like and like Jim Carrey was like, "Holy shit!" And he's like, "Why?" He's like, "I cannot stand your buffoonery." And I was like, "Ooh." That's deep. Yeah. yeah. That's deep. By the way, because you said it, I, I had to go take a 
Google that what Nicole Kidman looked like back in that, that movie. Some good gifts on the internet, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but I see what you're talking about. Yeah, it was before the plastic surgery. Uh, but like, yeah, I just, uh, yeah. Anyway, and also like, I still like Michael Go uh, as Alfred. He is still timeless. Like, yes, Michael Caine kicked ass as uh, Alfred as well. Two very different characters. Two but. very different characters, but still very lovable Alfreds. Yeah, I think very I think both, about him. Yeah. I think they're both perfect in what they were supposed to be. Yes. Yeah. And uh, what else? Like, I I like the fact that there was a lot more action in this one, even though it was super campy. But like, as a kid, <laughs> it's just I I gave a lot of allowances. As an adult, I watched this. I was like, I remember every single line while watching this, and it makes me a little sad inside. But at the same time. I don't regret knowing every single line. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, T? Definitely Nicole Kidman. Um, I liked, I, I did like Val Kilmer. I like what he brought to the character. There were certain moments where I was kind of like, yeah, you're, you're, you're kind of pushing it a little bit with the, <laughs> with the Batman shit, you know? Um, I, 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 I felt there wasn't enough duality between his Bruce Wayne and uh, there was no duality. <laughs> it was like it was just like he like there was no differentiation between the two characters. Yeah. He was like he was just mm. always on as Batman, and I'm like, yo, bro, you need to kind of like <laughs> switch it up a little bit, you know? Go, like fighting people on the scent. Yeah, like he he fought people at the circus as Bruce yeah. Wayne. I'm like, dude, you're doing this in front of everybody. <laughs> Wait, yo, hold on. So how the hell did this motherfucker get shot in the head and survive that? Did I miss something? Did it ricochet off the wall and hit him, or like? I think I, it was I, like it, it missed. It like, like it like skinned his head. Mm. Wow. So Tommy Lee Jones is just a t- well, Two Face is just a terrible shot. <laughs> okay. Can you? So him being Batman all the time, it just made me think of like, can you imagine if like Superman showed up, but he's still wearing his glasses while he's wearing this like the big. <laughs> he's like, and everyone's like, huh? And you're like, oh my bad. um yeah so i liked that i liked um i liked jim carrey as the riddler for sure Um, kill you yeah i didn't so i liked him when he he turned into the Riddler. i didn't like so much his character as like edward nigma when he was kind of going off the rails and shit like that there was a lot of campiness I mean, there's campiness real the whole movie, but I, yeah. I found like when he when he was like when he was the Riddler, it just kind of worked more for me, and I yeah. I believed it more as him as the Riddler versus him as like a norm. He's supposed to be a normal functioning human being, but yet he's so like just out there. And I'm like, I don't know, I'm not really especially, buying this. Especially at that time, Jim Carrey lived in the extremes and yeah. in his characters, and so yeah. he always was more believable in his, in, in his extremes. I mean, he, uh-huh. he obviously can do dramatic acting. We've seen it, mm-hmm. but. But yeah, he works way better in the extreme. So trying to like taper him to a normal person is like, yeah. no, it's not gonna work. <laughs> yeah, I just remember like uh, even as a kid when you finally see his apartment just after he like quits uh, uh-huh. after killing his boss. I was just like, that is a very narrow apartment. Yeah, and yeah. Like, he like instead of a bed, he put like a dude like a question mark thing in yeah. there. I was like, why? <laughs> There are a lot of question mark man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you know what? So um, the Riddler's apartment, and then the Fifth Element apartment, and then there's like an anime that all have like the same size like apartment. It's like uh, one where it's all one giant like wall of like a, a, a TV. I forget which anime it is. Like I just saw it recently. Um, yeah, but like the fifth element in that apartment when I was growing up, I was like, these are the same apartment, just like upgraded for the future. <laughs> it's so narrow. <laughs> I was like, what's up with that? <laughs> so oh, yeah. Batman and Robin. Um, okay. best, is there, is best, there... <laughs> best part, best part for me was the black and gray costume. And I'm totally kidding because I hate <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my <laughs> to be honest, I would say the only the only thing I liked Nightwing costume. Bro, I, I, bro, I just remember this shit where they go like this. 
You remember that shit? Oh, <laughs> and the, the skates. skates. <laughs> oh, I hated that. I was like, like, what the fuck? <laughs> why are they skating? Why are they skating? Like, like why are they? Oh, no, I can't. I can't. I can't. You know, I would say actually the best thing from the whole movie is probably the design of the Nightwing costume. I'm just like looking at pictures right now. That costume is probably the best thing in the movie. And I'm not saying it's good. I'm saying it's the best thing in the movie. I, I don't think there was a Nightwing costume. There was. I'm Goog- I googled it. Are you sure it was Nightwing? Because he was called Robin the whole movie. He had like a Nightwing costume. It's like black with like red that goes like that. It's It looks more like Nightwing because the first one was like a Robin and it was like green pants. Well, I mean, the whole thing okay. is like this weird leather thing, but it's like green with the red in the center. This one's actually like uh, a black one with with like some red on the sides. Um, mm-hmm. Oh no, that well that was that was from Batman and Batman Forever as well. Oh, like didn't forget it. it. I got nothing. I'm just googling it. I was like, I put Batman. I put Batman Robin. It says Batman Robin on ice. It's like the scene mm-hmm. from when. No, no, it's it's in this movie because I'm seeing the picture of him with the Batgirl in it as well. Okay. No, no, I know, I know, but it's the same. It's the same emblem that he uses. Oh, like, okay. They just, yeah, they just expanded it. Or actually, no, 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 no. Sorry, you're right. Because the the first one was an R, yeah, yeah. yeah no, and then, this yeah, is yeah. like a Nightwing costume. It's, yeah. it's 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 distinctly different. Cool. Yeah, it's the only thing I can give this movie credit for right now. Okay, mm. I'm just I'm trying here. I'm trying to help. Well, honestly, we like it's it's like pulling teeth to find anything positive out of that film because that yeah. film was like like everyone on the film didn't even want to do it because they're just like this is just bullshit. Uh, I will admit, Joel Schumacher did apologize for the film. <laughs> That's not a good thing. <laughs> like when you have to do that. Or feel I mean, if, if I got the apology. It came really late when, like, when the I remember like the Batman anthology uh, series, like like that uh, Blu-ray was released. It was one of the like, special features. He's like, he was trying to describe why he did the things he did and blah 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 blah. But then he was like, if I offended anyone with this, then I apologize. I was like, it took you long enough. Yo, fun fact. You know that Marlon Wayans was supposed to be Robin. I did not know that. Yeah, he was he was supposed to be Robin. It, so before, so Tim Burton was supposed to do a third one, but then because yeah. of the whole McDonald's deal and like it being like parents <laughs> complained that it was too dark or whatever, he got fired. And then he had originally casted Marlon Wayans to be in Batman Forever, but then when they switched over, Marlon Wayans got bought out, and then they replaced it. Uh, Joel Schumacher replaced him with uh, Chris O'Donnell. <sighs> Crazy shit, man. Yo, I, by, I by the way, do y'all remember Blank Man? Blank Man? Yes, I do. Blank Man. There it is. All right. Umar, J- <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I actually just saw a picture of someone like um, photoshopping uh, Marlon Wayne's head on like mm-hmm. the body of Robin. And mm-hmm. I mean, the, the Photoshop isn't great because the proportions are off. Like his head's mm-hmm. too small. But he actually looks kind of dope in the costume. But I, I'm not saying I'm glad he didn't do it, but I'm saying he looks kind of dope in the costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good cosplay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, but Blank Man was Damian Wayne's. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. what you made me think of the Wayne's and the superhero, yeah, I, I, I got to go to Blank, Blank Man. There's like 16 of them, so it's like <laughs> easier to mistake them. So. Do you guys believe, that, that I remember reading this one time uh, where people were saying that uh, Joel Schumacher, all faults aside, he is the reason we got the Nolan films. Do you guys subscribe to that belief? I feel like a, I, we would have gotten something along that caliber eventually. Well, I think it's a, a fair argument to say that because it went so far one way that the, we went all the way the other direction. So because it was so campy and like unbelievable that it kind of forced the idea of, well, maybe we should go really realistic because it could have been lesser realistic and a little bit more maybe what they're trying to be now where they're a little bit like, you know, almost beyond human but yeah at the same time a bit realistic i guess well i mean tim burton's tim burton's version was kind of like that i mean batman original was was somewhat realistic but then batman returned yeah yeah way i would say batman Returns started getting a little campion itself yeah yeah for sure it was like borderline like teetering on the edge of campiness you know what though that movie and 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 might as well start sliding into this but that that movie i when i, I watched some video and you guys probably both saw on youtube where they're talking about how the toy sales changed that movie so dramatically 
Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Sorry. I was like, I'm like, what did I say? No, um, no. I, I'm just like, I, I'm remembering that discussion too because they're yeah. like, how can we make toys of this? The penguin, yeah. is <laughs> the, the penguin is literally sexually like harassing. And he bit woman. some guy's nose, bro. Like, I just remember the blood splatter. Like, I was like, yo, kids can't watch this shit. Yeah, but the thing is, because Tim Burton was taking it to this psychedelic level, and he was taking it to this very dark area, right? Yeah. I feel like when they decided to bring it back, and they, they obviously probably wanted some campiness, but if you mm-hmm. take that craziness and then try to PG it, it's probably just going to end up campy because it's like it's it's weird extremes, right? To, yeah. to make something that's super not for children for children probably means you have to explain it in some way that's really hokey dokey and doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, cause... I, I, did, like, I would say like, while Danny DeVito was annoying as the penguin, I think, I still think like I, I enjoyed his psychology of it. Cause like this guy was like capturing all the rich firstborns of any town he went in and just like drowning all of them. And I, I was like, that's kind of dark. Uh, and then also he was like biting people's noses and didn't he like go up to uh, Catwoman and his like wild sexual charisma? Like as a kid, I was like, I don't know what that means, but it sounds creepy. Yeah. You know, I, I got I to rewatch it. I haven't watched it in years, but I, I don't know. I kind of like Danny DeVito's character or his acting in, in that movie. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, Cause, I'm, like, I'm I just, knocking his acting. I'm just saying that like, the character yeah. itself was the thing that like frustrated me. I, I just feel like it was believable. I mean, yes. you can Especially when you compare it to Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'm just, I'm just looking at a picture of him right now. <laughs> he was nonstop dad jokes. Oh. Ice to see you. Oh yeah. Oh, ice to see you, Batman. <laughs> oh, you're not sending me to the cooler. Oh, you know geez. what killed the dinosaurs? The ice age. <laughs> oh, oh, it's so bad. So bad. Like, oh. It, Honestly, I tried watching it recently, uh, like I think it was like last year, just to like to see if it was so bad it was funny. It wasn't. It just was bad. Yeah. Also, why was it called Batman and Robin? And then we got Batgirl. Like I, I, I still. I mean, it probably was explained in the movie, but I don't remember why it's called Batman and Robin at all. I don't remember why it's called Batman Forever. To be honest with you, <laughs> I don't understand like why uh, like Bane was in it and was a mindless dumbass. Oh, that that really annoyed me as a child, and I didn't even know yeah. Bane. I didn't even know Bane much at all. I, I only seen pictures of him on comic books, and I didn't yeah. read the comic books. And I was mm-hmm. like, "That doesn't look right." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I don't think about it, but it looks wrong. It's like, boring. And then, like, when I found out what Bane actually was, I'm like, "Holy shit!" They literally took out every interesting aspect of this guy. Like, this is guy supposed to be as in almost as intelligent as Batman. And they made him a mime. Yeah. A so dumb mime. What 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 do we want to do with Bane? The serum. All right, cool. That's just like that's the one trick pony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, no. And then po- Poison Ivy. Maybe she was maybe the best actor in the whole movie. No, I, <laughs> I recently watched it and I was like, oh Uma. Uma, you you just you have I, I can't remember. Oh yeah, and I just took a picture of it. Yeah, no, no, none of it's good. Yeah, yeah, no. like you, you, you take Uma Thurman from like Batman Forever or Batman and Robin, and you compare it to like her role in Kill Bill, and it's just I was like just thinking that or night and day, even Gattaca. And it's just night and day, man. Yeah, like honestly, the that movie probably made every single actor. It's it's kind of like a. It's like uh, the prequels for Star Wars. How uh, people said that, uh, like anyone who did a Star Wars movie with George George Lucas as the director, ended up having to prove to other people that they actually could act. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel Batman and Robin did that for every single actor on there. To be mm-hmm. fair, well, I think the only one who actually enjoyed themselves and actually was okay was Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Well, he was already a success before that, anyway. So no, no. I mean, and and also, um, well, I can't think of his last name, George. What's Clooney, he? Clooney? Clooney yeah. he's fine after that movie too. So what? he got a lot of flack for it though. Yeah, like he got but, a but lot he, of heat. But he's still a lot of movies after that, and he's like the richest man in Hollywood still. Like insane. Like the like. Great, great, like yeah, but, I mean, because he he had roles before that, like so he yeah. was already established. Like he had like um, what's that vampire movie that he was in? Yeah, uh, Dust, Dust from Dust Dawn. Dawn. Yeah, he was an ER for like an ER. Yeah, 
Yeah. You, you know, you know what though? Like when I was a kid and again, like no, not knowing things that we know now, like being able to look at a movie and going, well, they just totally screwed up. They didn't even do a proper three act structure or whatever. Um, one thing I knew at that time is the, the girl from clueless that they brought in. I was like, <laughs> Oh, I love uh, Alicia Silverstone. <laughs> this is poor casting. Like, yeah. I'm like a child. I'm like, that's not right. <laughs> I'm not gonna, like, I, recently, I saw, well, Robin wasn't right either. So yeah. I know. But, like, I watched the first, the, the, the forever one. And as a kid, I just kind of accepted it. And like, you know, you knew you're kidding. You just accept things yeah. and go along with mm-hmm. them. But that was like, I feel like this movie was like, well, the first time for me, I was like, yeah, that, some of these things just they did not right at all. But also, like, how is Alfred's niece from England? And doesn't speak oh. a lick of it. Like, she doesn't have the accent at all. She's like a Valley girl. Yeah. America? <laughs> like, how did that happen? Uh. Yeah. Oh, that- she, she's my niece, but she's not from around the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 we we picked her up out, out of the valley. Don't worry about also, it. Also, I I have to admit, like she she like I just remember one of the my favorite questions of Batman Forever was every time someone like literally anyone can find the Batcave, but also he his security was that it kept screaming intruder alert and then turned on. Yeah, <laughs> in the back cave. I was like, "It's like intruder alert! Welcome to the back cave, y'all." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the second movie, like Batman Robin, did the same thing. She broke in, and an AI of Alfred then was like, "Who is this? Oh, I expected you to be here. Here's your new suit." What? No, but mm. everyone was breaking in. Robin, like, like he broke in too, stole the bat, the Batmobile. Yeah. That, that's how you know you're qualified. If you can break in, you're joining the team. <laughs> oh, we knew you were coming. What size do you know? So then Riddler needs a job too. Then. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I also was. I've always wondered how old was like Chris O'Donnell supposed to be? Because he was clearly in his mid twenties when that movie was being filmed. Yeah. Why did he need to get adopted? Yo, your own fucking house, bro. Like, like, you're a grown ass man. Like, why am I like, why am I adopting you? Get the fuck out of my house. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If a guy, if you're, if you're, if you're living on the street, right, you know, or whatever, yeah, and and you, well, he lost, he lost his parents. Okay, first off, but let's respect, respect that. Yeah, but yes, but like, let's just say, if you, let's say you didn't even lose that, but like, if you're just a guy in your 20s living on the street. And a hundred billionaires, like, I want to adopt you, be like, okay. <laughs> Would I know? Because I'm like, what do I what need like, to do? Why, to say like, here? why though? What's it's, the benefit package look you're like? You're a grown ass man. Like, <laughs> why do I need <laughs> It made no sense. Like, and the thing is, like, even if, let's say, even if he's supposed to be a college student, mm-hmm. again, why does he need to be adopted? Yeah. Can he Get just him in an apartment or something. Yo, you can't live at my house. Like, you're, you're grown. Like, Bruce Wayne could have paid for his dorm room. Yeah. Yeah, but then like, we have a movie. Does he <laughs> even have, like, does he even go to college? Like, what's the deal with that? <laughs> like, what, what is, like, Batman in the college fund? <laughs> it, it, it made no sense. Because, like, we didn't get an age of this kid. And, like, yet he needed to be adopted. I was like, I'm fairly certain you don't need to. Especially when mm-hmm. he, like, he's he's riding a motorcycle. Clearly, he has a license. Yeah. Mm, fair. Either that or he's just... I, I mean, yeah, if he's like 16 years old, it can hold like a 700-pound like m- motorcycle up. I'm just saying. That motherfucker <laughs> is not 16 years old. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying like sub-18. Because if, if you're pretty much like 17 and three quarters, you... Motherfucker all, looks 30, you know? Like he's, <laughs> not, he's not 16. Yo. I know, but what I'm saying, even if in real life you're 17 and three quarters, no one's going to need to adopt you unless they like love you and have like been around you forever. 100%. I don't care how guilty you are. It's like, ah, oh, man, I should have been there as Batman. Well, whatever. Get him on an apartment. Don't adopt yeah, the motherfucker. Like, exactly. <laughs> it, it, it kind of destroys the whole point of it. Because, like, what is he going to say? Oh, he's my ward? Everyone will be like, what does he do for you as your ward? You know, you know it would be an easier explanation? He hired another executive assistant and made him live in the house. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's he lost his family. Like, he lost his family. Also... Why couldn't another like member of the circus take him in if he's like seventeen? He could do a one man show. Yeah, very true. <laughs> so like, yeah, that was like as I got older, that part never made more sense to me. In fact, it it got worse. 
How old was Chris O'Donnell during the filming? <laughs> Every yo, everyone in the circus was probably like, "Yo, people are wilding out here, man. Fuck the circus shit. I'm just, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna get an office job." <laughs> oh man, but yeah, okay, so I'll, I'll I'll look this up. Don't wait for me. I'll, I'll get it. I'll get this no, answer. I, I gotta I, know. I do have another question. Going back to like the anthology, so we've talked about all the parts that we liked, and also a lot of stuff we didn't like. Mm -hmm. T, this is, this is mostly for you, but I also am asking this of you and Darcy. Sorry, before you go on, it says that Robin in the movie was supposed to be the age of 25. So again, why did he <laughs> need to be <laughs> Forget what his age was. He was supposed to be 25. Wow. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, like, we're trying to make this work by saying he's like 16, 17 at the youngest. And I told you, motherfucker looked 30, man. Like, <laughs> no way he's 16. So, yeah, he, he looked fine for a 25 year old. <laughs> so why did he have to stay there? Uh, okay, so going back to my question mm -hmm. Tactics and Darcy, what didn't you like, both as a kid and also now as an adult, what didn't you like about the first Batman film? The first, like the Tim Burton one? Yeah. Ooh. Um, I didn't like that the cowl, like, wasn't tight to his, his, his thing. I, like, I, that bothered me as a kid. Like, like that a, wasn't like, what? You know how, like, it was like a rubbery, rubbery, and he couldn't move, and it, you could see, like, the space between, like, sometimes oh, you can see a space yeah, here. Yeah. That but they, actually, they fixed that in Batman Returns, though. Yeah, so. I know, but it bothered me so much when I was a child. Like, it No, yeah, they did. They fixed it a little. It, it doesn't have as much space in it. Like he still couldn't turn his head. Yeah, no, the second movie was not. better for me, but the first yeah. movie really it, it it stood out to me. It bothered me. Mm -hmm. It felt like like a, a Halloween costume set sometimes mm -hmm. to me. Like it was just like it would take me out of the realism because you know you see the way Batman's drawn, right? And it's like very tight, like a cloth or something. And I would watch the film. And every time I would notice, like he would turn his head and, it'd be, and he couldn't really move, and I could see that space. Whenever I saw that space, it took me out of the scene, even as a child. It just like, huh? It just always mm. caught my eye. I know it's a super small, nitpicky thing, but it actually pulled me out of the film. I find it like that's you, like, yeah, that's nitpicking. Like, the, you must love that film that you're like, yo, I didn't like the fact he couldn't turn his neck. I yeah. love that because it adds an element of like mystique to his character because he's just it, it almost makes it seem like not real like he's not a real yeah. person well it's not so much the, the turning of the body that actually didn't bother me it's just the space the space itself every no, no, time I, I no, start I know what you mean <laughs> yeah. go on go on no, I'm, I'm done I'm done <laughs> um, for me I, I don't know man I'm hard pressed to find something that I didn't like like as a kid because I initially I was I was I grew up watching the um, the Adam West version. Like I would, I remember coming home and like watching that every single day. And like, I was into it, even though it was like campy as shit. And then, you know, they come out with Batman 89 and you're like, yo, it's a far departure from what I was originally used to. So I was like, yo, shit, this is what Batman's all about. Yo, I'm, I'm down. So there wasn't really much that as a kid, I didn't like, I, I've watched that movie more times than I can even recall in my head, right? Like it's one of my favorite movies, one of my favorite Batman portrayals of all time. Um, as an adult, now that I have a much broader understanding of the Batman character and the Batman lore to a certain degree, I would have liked to see like the fighting style mm -hmm. obviously isn't up to par in terms of like, you know, you don't believe when you go back and you watch it, you don't believe that this guy has like mastered like a bunch of different martial arts, right? He's kind of just blocking and like, you get, yeah, like he gets folded by like so many different criminals in the movie. Like, it's just like, yo, like seriously, like, like when he's in the, when he's in the bell tower or whatever, like yeah. he gets like fucking murked by like one guy. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, granted, I mean, he did, so, he was in a plane crash earlier, but you know, and just <laughs> climbed up like a thousand steps. But still, I was like, "Yo, you're Batman. You could, you should like one guy should be no problem for you, right?" Yeah. In comparison to like Ben Affleck's, you know that that um, his like warehouse epic scene, scene in yeah the warehouse scene where it's like, like he's taking on like sixteen guys at once and you know crazy. But yeah, so I think that was the only thing that bothered me, and then the the joker's original origin how they changed that up 
the fact that he like what do you mean that he like that he's responsible for killing um Bruce Wayne, Martha right? and Thomas yeah like that was like I was kind of like okay I, I get where they're going with that um but I don't know I like how they've done it now previous like in like how their connection is now versus in the Tim Burton version mm-hmm. um but yeah other than that I mean how about I you loved, I love that movie so I gotta you- re- you, you, so you uh, like we know about the neck, but like anything else? See, I gotta rewatch it. It's been it's been a long time. I, I'm not a person who who like goes back and watch old films often, but I okay. will obviously at times. But um, this is not, this is not something I'm gonna say that I, I I dislike. I gotta say something I really like about the Tim Burton films, and okay. I think this film probably did it more than the second one. Okay, there's something that I feel that even the new films, even like the Zack Snyder films sometimes did it, but they a lot of new movies tend to not do this enough. It felt like a real world that it was in. Even though it was like a fake world, and even though they were sets, they had enough stuff happening. I was just hitting an image, and there was stuff where it was like, he's, walk, he's on the street, and there's just garbage. And yeah. that level of detail of what was on the sets made it feel real where i feel sometimes we see them in these films and even like with, even with like the, the christopher nolan one sometimes like sometimes the world itself doesn't have enough in it in certain things like in certain certain scenes not in all of christopher nolan's or anything like that but i just i like that it wasn't just he was cool it was that i would see the world that they he, that they were trying to depict and I could kind of imagine it, and I wanted to see what was around that corner, what was down that street, and it was interesting to me, right? And that world that it was just really in interesting and different and unique, and it wasn't like a world that we lived in, but I could see it happening. Christian Nolan's really good, and it's really in our real world, so a lot of that's really believable, especially in The Dark Knight. Um, the, the one scene that bothered me from that in the whole trilogy though, was when they, him and Bane fought in the daylight. I just I can't stand that 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 mm. me so much but um yeah yeah i like the world building sorry I, i'm not i'm not i'm not gonna hate on the film i want to rewatch it just talking about it right now um, and yeah I, I'm uh, in there. so for me i would say um to answer my own question i did i'm like you tactics i didn't i don't think i had any complaints uh for the first movie when i watched it like for me i was just like yo this is a shit yeah uh, and then as I got older, I, I remember uh, I was, I had like a, I was taking a cinema studies course in university and I was, they, they asked us to take like two movies of the same genre and do compare and contrast. Mm-hmm. So I did uh, Superman 1978 mm-hmm. and Batman 1989. And I compare and contrasted the two. And for me, what I found, what kind of like, surprised me was that i found that the superman movie was more a concise and better scripted arc and story while i found the batman uh, movie to be rather disjointed and like kind of like jumping all over the place without a clear message however i also by that point i had developed like i I had watched the animated series like insanely and i had read a whole shit ton of comics so when i went back and watched batman and i was like Yo, he straight up killed everyone in that Aces Chemicals plant. Like he straight up blew up an entire group of goons, and then he threw a guy off a building, and then he killed Joker. Yo, Batman's killing. <laughs> uh, so Yo, I have no problems with that. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, sometimes things just have to be done, man. I would, I would say, as an like, as I got older, that was something that I had a problem with. Uh, also, I didn't understand why he was like hanging upside down as a bat. Like, if he was trying to, like, basically the movie. Bro, okay, so I, uh, yo, it's called it's um, it's an inversion. It's like inversion table, right? That's the only reason. There's, it's not like people are trying to make it seem like it's like some weird shit or whatever. He he's like some kind of mutant hanging upside down. It's just it's good for your back, bro. Bro, I've done it. Wow. Yeah, that's all. That's all that was, man. I was like, as a kid, I thought it was cool, and then I was like. I want to look into that. Like, what's the purpose of that? And it's just, it's just an inversion to decompress your back. Yeah. So we can all put that shit to rest. It's not weird that he's doing it. Yeah. Why, why was his arms stretched out the way they were? And like, why was he swinging back and forth? 
because it, it helps decompress your spine. Yeah. So Even the for, arms thing? Yeah. Yeah. So so ta- tactically. Yeah, I have I have those boots that, that yeah. make you hang upside yeah. down. Darkies use them. Yeah, I was gonna say, like I put them on and, and then you go into the gym on the pull-up bar and you put your you hook your feet into them. And when you're upside down, when you're swinging, you're creating weight and momentum, which would help pull your spine and decompress it. So Umar, get in the damn gym and shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad I can finally make you guys trigger. <laughs> like, like, Damn. <laughs> Shredder ass motherfucker, man. <laughs> That's barely even a trigger. That's barely even a trigger. You want to see a trigger. We can, we can get happy. Yo, man, I'm just saying. All right. Well, I think that I think we've ended on an appropriate topic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're going to end on, yeah, you, 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 you want to see a trigger. We can get happy, man. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, unless you guys have, like, actually, let me point this out to uh, the the audience. Um, which of the four Batman anthology films was your favorite, and what did you like about the anthologies? Each film, which was your favorite villain, which was your favorite Batman. Also, were you a fan of Joel Schumacher or not? And if you liked Batman and Robin, I really want to see that comment. <laughs> Yo, we, we, this is a safe space. So if you like Batman and Robin, tell us. We need to hear this. You cannot say that YouTube comments is a safe space. It is the opposite <laughs> of a safe space. <laughs> well, anyway, like, uh, be sure to like or subscribe to uh, our channel. And uh, yeah, thank you, for, uh, thank you all for listening. Cool, cool, cool. All right, guys. I'm your boy, Tactics. Your boy Darcy. This is Big Geek Umar. Live long and prosper, y'all. He doesn't know his own name. (laughs) (laughs) Peace out, everybody.